Hopefully, trying to handle the risk of our eyes. We mentioned last week, of course, Rashi, who says that the which means things bother us. We care about things, and hopefully, we've been hanging around the Torah world long enough that issues that surround the Torah world, the future of the Torah world, really make a difference to us. And uh, we talked last week, part one, was sort of what we farm with values for me. And, and uh, uh, we started getting into a discussion for since we, uh, we, we, we have to go into part two. two. I just want to frame uh, the whole discussion, if you don't mind, just give me a second here. Um, um, let's, let's look at the fact, that I was trying to say last week, that we have an altered landscape. Um, there is definitely a sociological global change in the matzah of where we were pre-war and post-war. You were extolling some of the greats pre the war from Shkaka in particular, the Rabbi Shkaka as well. Uh, uh, we definitely we have, have, you know, a relative show, despite the upticks of anti-Semitism in terms of the mass persecution and government persecution. And what we also have had, I think, even in America, but definitely in Eric Control, which is clearly the Americas, is clear of a cross-pollination of various learning cultures. Um, combined with what we were trying to talk about last week, there's an information explosion. Um, especially in the last 10, 15 years, which provides technological empowerment. Uh, because now there the majority of people that are involved in learning have an access uh, to a corpus of previously printed rare materials. Only geniuses like Chochamavadi and others were able uh, to quote and, and, and bring to the fore. Uh, and, of course, I think there's another thing which I think is different even from when we were growing up. I think, I think there's, there's an, an advanced appreciation <coughs> of how actual phenomena work. I think when we were growing up, we did a full in and some of the other Masefas. Okay, we did it, we read it. Uh, I got smicha on full before I ever saw the, uh, the Art Scroll beautiful picture book. I think the Sichas Kulin was maybe starting to be printed, but the idea of really understanding and comprehending the way the physical phenomena work, um, and, uh, I think what's also helped, which I think is the, uh, surprisingly in my mind, frictionless rise of expertise. Uh, we have these, uh, that are basically part of the insular, uh, Torah world, and yet they have really, with an understanding that rivals, you know, scientific exactitude, uh, made strides in Kashrus, we look at Nahon Lev and other places where they've invented things, Alpialocha and other places. Um, so, given this reality, and here I'm going on here, um, and the disproportionate sheer number of full-time learners, um, which means there's so many more, uh, and the subsequent lowering of the bar of the average consumer of Torah information, um, again, I hate sounding elitist, and you'll tell me I don't really hate sounding elitist, but but clearly this is somewhat of an elitist take. But the bar has been lowered, um, and, and, and you have to say that there's definitely more proficiency across the board than there was 100 years ago. Um, 100 years ago, the people who are involved in Kailin, Batimedrish, even here in America, they were probably slaving away at some profession. 
but there's definitely, in my mind, less brilliance uh, percentage-wise. Um, and therefore, when you were talking about, yes, last week, you were talking about that we don't have the next Shimon, I think it's impossible, really, to see in our times uh, the type of change and galvanizing electric response that was seen when the Tzayis came out, everybody, the whole Tzayrevelt, Tzayrevelt was smaller, Tzayrevelt was, 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 was incredibly energized by it. I'd say the same thing when the Trubus Lady Buddha came out, people uh, went into rooms and, 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 and were so incredibly amazed by this type of new approach to Allah in a way. Um, even the Drush V'chidosh V'chidosh and the Trubus V'chidosh printed after he died, um, and Achaz Kama the type of impact of oh, now this book is really making a big difference. Um, I think that even if, you know, it's maybe to be your son, my son, whoever it is is going to be the next guy, I think it's really going to dissipate. I don't see any great safer, because again, there's a large mass of and I hate saying this, but let's put it on the on, on the table. There's an uh, of unimaginative competency, competent yes, but severely lacking in imagination. Um, so the other thing, I finish this monologue, I'm trying to be uh, as spontaneous as I can. By the way, I was thinking another title for our podcast. It's called Spontaneous Combustion. That's, uh, I think if, if we really, you know, that would be good. The, I really think what's happening today, and again, I, I tried to get your goat last week about this farm that you've printed, which I actually like. The almost ridiculous ease of publishing today. Because again, in the old days, if a machaber worked on something, the raya that he pushed so hard to get it printed, like you did to get the big day shesh printed, is the haraya you believed in the product, and it's almost a raya of how good it is. It's not always a proof. Today, it's so easy uh, to generate an avalanche of narshite and other material. Um, it, it, there's so much around. How can we even find this new stellar groundbreaking thinker of today? I think even Reb Zevin uh, himself, who had the most incredible critical eye and understanding and putting Svarim in, in, where they, in the hierarchy where they belong, I think he'd be flummoxed to achieve anything today. I think that uh, if you come up with... to achieve anything? Well, okay. I don't mean anything. What I mean is to try to, to, try to have a weekly column of Svarim from the Svarim like he had in the newspaper. Can it even happen today? Why, because they're too many Svarim? Because they're too boring. First of all, there's so many, right? Right. And, and where are you going to be zeroing in? And, and, and secondly, where are you going to find like the next great safer that really means a lot? Okay, I spoke for about six minutes. It's your turn now, and I'll interrupt you if I want to. No, I'm curious. What exactly, Rav Zevin? Rav Zevin brought Svarim, I think, out. Right. And made them famous. That's right, because he, because there was less Svarim being published, and he would say, oh, I like this one. Oh, Lieberman, he's great. Look, Lieberman, if anybody has any pikpukim about Lieberman because of his lack of frumkite, Rav Zevin has, uh, in Skunstin, in Seifram Vesvarim, as the master. And I don't need Rav Zevin to do it. But Reb Zevin is, a, is, is there to tell everybody who's looking for what's a good safer, what's an authoritative safer. 
he had that type of mastery uh, understanding of, of of what was really what was, what what made this farm tick. Well, I think you you received a letter uh, from uh, from um, Benny, my good friend Benny Summerfield. Yes, and this listener uh, commented that he thinks that there are new drachim, and he was kind of surprised that I, knowing Rabbi Avraham Elyak Kaplan, uh, did not recognize that the new drachim. Um, I like the response to that. Uh, okay, so you're not res- my whole big monologue. You really have nothing to say. No, no, but I'm going to come back to it. Okay, good. Okay, I, I just want to. Say, I don't. I, I, there may be new drachim coming out, but they um, they're not drachim which then are adopted by the Olamai Yeshivas, which is critical. In other words, you can put out your own derech like Avram Elia did in the middle of nowhere and it has no traction because nobody uh, is looking at it, nobody is paying attention to it. So the question is, what exactly is achieving traction in today's world? And the only thing which I see is achieving traction, two things, Shurim of Rosh Yeshiva, which is true for the last 60 years or so, and uh, also Svarim, uh, uh, which um, I think the right verb in Yiddish is Gribblezach, with the Tepirte Protim of Halachas, as I mentioned last week. So what else? What we well, one second. You, okay, you mentioned another thing last week, which is what I was really trying to get your jugular vein, which was you felt that the, the third type of safer, that the best and brightest mind should be working on a great, um, uh, compact uh, sort of omnibus for the balabas that has all the right pieces and we should have the best kept working on that so we can we can raise the the I guess literary IQ of the average Torah learner, right? That's what you were talking about. A daily dose that truly is uh reflective and gives you Bikias and understanding, right? Isn't that what you said last week? Yeah. But I'm saying uh if you want to look at other types of forum which are going to appeal to people and and sell, they have to be things which appeal to B'nai Yeshivas, because those are the primary people who are going to buy Sfarim. There are two different tracks here. You know, like we have uh, in Rav Abra- <laughs> Dessler has the Sheet of Frankfurt and the Sheet of Volozhin and the Sheet of Yeshivas. The question is, which what, what are we talking about? Are we talking about Sfarim which are going to appeal to Yeshivas? Yeshiva light while there's some Yeshiva. Those are the types of Sfarim, again, Rosh Yeshivas. The symptom today is terrible and nothing else is going to appeal to them. Not even Machshava, because most, at least oh, in America. Well, well, the question, look, there were yeshivas who, Baruch Hashem, have the schools to have yeshivas and give shiurim. Um, I guess there's nothing wrong with them uh, putting their, 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 their shtikvach teira in, into print. The question is, the Talmidim, the Baruchim, what do you expect them to do? To, what do you expect the, 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 that's, which is really what was my point last week. What should we be encouraging? You know, there's, there's a, some Hebron Lakewood, you know, Lakewood is so big, it's hard to, to know what's going on over there. But there is a group who are, they took some Mitzionim, who they felt had a Koyacha Kishran, and they were teaching them how to write Svar. I don't know if you heard about this group. Yeah, my cousin's in charge of it. Oh, who's that? Rabbi Yitzhak Wagner. Uh-huh. And, and I think the idea was, so you can, you can tell it more than I can, that, that what they would do was they would find Bali Kishran and teach them how to put their ideas in a way in a, I guess using classic, a little bit of a fusion of classic rabbinical Hebrew and modern Hebrew, is that what it's about? And knowing how to write in a concise, uh, intelligent fashion. Is that what they're trying to do? Basically, yeah. Okay, so that's a great idea. 
finding the best and the brightest, concentrating them. And what type of farm are they encouraging them to write? Are they just, whatever you're going to write, write it this way? Or they yeah, I think they're trying to help them write whatever they feel they could, uh, whatever they, the people want to write. Okay, so so let's say you have these publications that are obviously talented. Are they just going to say over, write over what they're hearing in their shiurim? Are they going to write? Are they going to write their own chidushim? Where, where do you see that? Going? I think that the, the money is uh, which is allocated, but this is allocated specifically for uh, uh, their own chidushim. Okay, where's that going to go? Who's going to tell me? Who's going to read that? Wait a second, their own chidushim are going to be the same type of thing which you're going to hear from the Rosh Yeshiva. It is. Okay, then they're not Rosh Hashivas, though. They're just students who happen to have a, a Kayach Aksiva. What are they writing? Aren't they... But again, let's talk even about the Rosh Hashivas themselves. Let's say a Rosh Hashiva is Zohar to give seven years of Shiurim on the most Yeshivish Meseftas, and he wants to write up his notes. Okay. Outside of the Hasidim who want to have a like a like a yearbook record of what the Rashiva said, are those farm going to make any difference? Are they going to hikish Roshim and Eretz Yisrael or any place else outside of that little yeshiva where that person is the Rashiva? What do you think? Well, if there's another Reb Nachman they will. Okay, so a uh, Reb So how many? There's Reb Nachman and there's Reb Shmurazovsky, right? Right. Right. Is there anything else that that, that even qualifies? Ribeiro. I mean, again, I like Ribeiro Pavarsky, but again, who out is anybody going to go out there and spend their hard-earned cash on on Ribeiro's? He's great. But I'm saying, is that what you're going to go spend your money on? If you're going to learn, okay. probably not. Okay, so one of the reasons why was so is because everybody knows. And how about even Rav Nocham Alain? Is everyone going to buy Rav Nocham on, on, on everything, or only you both? Like, you know, Shmuel Rav Zovsky ain't a chinami. I would buy him on anything. But still, again, none, most of these people are 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 not Shmuel Rav Zovskys and not Rav Nochams. So where is it going? And when all that energy and brain power, what other than allowing that person to feel there's a netzach to his own Torah? How did he? How did he help shape the Torah world in a, a, a substantive fashion? That's my question. To you. What, what was last step? What you think did that? Okay, so that's why I have a, another theory based on my whole big drosh in the beginning of our, our show, which is maybe, despite the losses that might occur, let's be like the Rambam. Let's be like the Bez Yosef, actually better. The Bez Yosef, look, give me a second to, to illustrate. Rav Yosef Cairo is arguably, in the 16th century and the 15th, 16th century, one of the most solid thinkers in learning that we have, Right? Uh, again, you could probably make another list and put six or seven or eight or other nine names there. But all those names would have to include Rav Yosef Cairo. And Rav Yosef Cairo decided that, you know what he's going to do? He's going to take, he's going to assume the corpus of material is there. I'm not going to add to it and write another Chidusha Rav Yosef Cairo like his Rebbe, the Riyavuav did. As great of the cover the Riyavuav had, but, but again, the Riyavuav could disappear and dissipate and be in Gansan forgotten. And it wouldn't make a, 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 a hill of beans a difference, probably, in terms of most people. But he also decided not to be like the Maria Buov. What he decided to do was, I'm going to come up with a, a, a I'm going to streamline what's been before. I'm going to do the gribble awry work of going through all these sugis. And, and, and you know, can you imagine him writing over all the Rashis and writing and all the, putting all the writing in the faces? All those fidushim went to the side. And what he decided again was to streamline to determine and to develop where the Psakalocha should be based on what he was saying. There's a lot of brilliant hafros, but nothing what you would call the chedvah of the in there. I mean, there's some of it you can see as he's doing it. That might be called for today. Let's assume it's a shrine upgrade. 
even Rav Shimon, it's all the lump, again, we don't need any more lumdisha hair splitting uh, between the Chakira. Now it's time to take that material and make it, uh, 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 allow it to, to, to spread in a way that people can now absorb it and learn from it. No? You know, there's a, a maybe what's referred to as type of thing which we have here, was put up by a younger man from America as a Rav, Kovetz Yisodos with Chakiros. Have you seen that? Um, no, 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 but I've seen, uh, what is it about? What's it tell me about it? It's, uh, you know, in Shirish Alone, this is kind of like the ultimate uh, accomplishment, I guess. <laughs> you have, uh, he has, oh, uh, I, it's an encyclopedia of London Shisvalis. It's like, uh, so he's like, it's, he's like a Tsario, he's like a, uh, Moshe Tsario. In, in, well, in Lundus. He contributes. He doesn't put in his own, Rabbi Tsuriel puts in his own, uh, dais, his own ample, uh, and extraordinary knowledge and perspective. Uh, this person just, uh, he put out two svarim I have on my shelves. One is, uh, Kobitz Yisodis for Kakiros. The other is Ami Marava, which is comparisons between Yushalmi and Bamba. Oh, you gotta send that to me. I'm giving Yushalmi now. I okay. should, yeah, oh, I should so check the, uh, that out. So the, uh, so those, I guess that that is, uh, there probably going to be more of those eventually because every, you know, every time the new Rosh Yeshiva come out, the new Chakiras, which can be included into the Sefer, um, more and more, um, Okay, so what, but again, is there a, did you sample the book and feel that the quality of the Chakiras were something new and different? Or did you, you were just impressed by the package? I was impressed by the package. Okay, but you didn't really get anything. In other words, whatever you saw there, it's not like, oh, I never thought of things in that way. No, of course not. Okay. <laughs> so, so, so maybe we should, we should tell your, ne- was it your nephew who's running the Lakewood? Cousin. Your cousin. So maybe they should not only, you know, finesse their style of writing, but also say, look, we need good writers in this area. Um, before we go today, what do you think about the fact that both of us, you know, again, you're much more computer savvy than me, but what about the, the explosion of Sarm? You know, you might remember this Bokhar, who's now, I think, uh, I see his name all over Google and, you know, is a very harsh of a speaker. Was Mordechai Malinchik your student? I think, I don't know, we, he, he wasn't Skokie at the same time as we were. Yeah, again, I, I think he took some humor by me. You know, I, I was unfortunately in the salt mines of teaching, you know, while you were able to, to run your, you know, your, 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 you were the rogue and did other stuff. But, uh, so I think he took some classes by me. And he has published a whole number of stories that make use of incredible computer art and understanding. Like, trying to synthesize is a book about trees that really has, and again, people listen to it can, can find it. I'm sure it's a Feldheim, I think. But the point is that's an example of he learned the sugyus, but he also made sure that the package wasn't just written well in Hebrew and uh, a certain Chakav style, but also included the vision, the graphic design, the image, the picture worth a thousand words. You know, and again, maybe that's where the news farm should be, and we should, you know, we should be tethering. Computer graphic art knowledge together with with, with with these writers and say you, you need to be able kids study differently kids and adults absorb differently I'm sure you've seen it yourself the people coming to your shear thirty years ago when you when you were giving shearing you had a different attention span a different type of comprehension than we have now maybe the the swarm of tomorrow need to to take advantage of of, of, of what the computer revolution has spawned 
in terms of being able to produce these, it's going to be very expensive, these books, but at least they're going to get more from that than they'll get from, you know, going page over page. What do you think? Well, I'll tell you, I, I, the, I think there are brains from like that can be out for many years, especially like you mentioned before, the Sihas Chulin and the books about Lulav and Lulav and That's right. Yeah. But I'll tell you what my, uh, my next long-term projects are, um, which maybe, uh, Will be uh, inspiration for other people. Um, when it's what is that? I I started working a while ago and put it aside because uh, making money got in the way. Um, <laughs> as uh, from soup to nuts, a similar book to uh, my Erevin book, in that it's not meant to be piske um, halacha, uh, but rather an overview and uh, like a kind of series of shiurim in the form of a written word about uh, all hilchos uh-huh. Wow. So that's going to be, but it, again, I should mention to those people who are listening who don't know that uh, one of the, uh, you tell me, is the, the Aaron book of, of your Svarm, that's the one that's obviously sold the most, right? Yeah, but so what? There's a couple of thousand copies. I'm working on a tradition now for that film, Aaron. Okay, so that, that Aaron book, and I had, I think you gave me, uh, with such graciousness, one of your early versions of it. The upgraded one, really, like, I, I don't know why I quoted Malunchuk to you, because I thought it was very glossy. You did that in, in, in some of your further versions too, right? You, you worked hard on making sure that those images of, of the Torah's HaPesach and how you build the Eurovision should actually not only be halakhically correct, but also aesthetically pleasing to the people that were looking at them. And there's no question about it that more people bought the safer because of that. I mean, I, 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 I think it would be probably correct uh, to even quote in this area the famous Shuvah of the Ramah, where the Ramah tainid, you know, that that when it comes to uh, getting Svarim, you should get the ultimate edition, right? When he talked for his, for his friend, the Maran Padava, that it would be correct to get an edition which not only has the, the best taste surface, but also the one that's the most shimushi and easiest to use. The other thing I want to, I know it's getting late, so let's, let's, we have to put things to halt, but uh, the other thing I want to point out is that there are well, you mentioned, I mentioned before, you mentioned before, uh, Yerushalmi, and I mentioned Shaper. That will be the new frontier. Yerushalmi is going to be the new frontier because as people complete the Afyomi over and over again, and it's become so widespread, I think that Yerushalmi is going to become more and more popular. Uh, Yerushalmi is still, um, uh, not, is still relatively virgin territory. Uh, very few, uh, uh people relative to Bavli. Have uh, have uh, have written Svarim on it, or have clarified things. I think to look ahead for indeed pro- more profound and new uh, areas of Torah. That's where we're going to have to look. So again, I I, I can't help. Again, I'm I nowhere I come to your uh, your Shalmi understanding because I just started. Uh, it was an adova that I made, and I, I mentioned it on other podcasts uh, for the for the Rufua and continued health of my my newest grandson. And I started giving your Shalmi Shiurim. And now, of course, it's your Shalmi and Bavli together. 30 minutes your Shalmi, 45 minutes Bavli. Um, and I have to say, it, it definitely is, like you say, virgin territory and therefore exciting. But on the other hand, um, it, 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 you, you have to realize that it does suffer from the fact that it has not been learned. And because of that, there is, there, there is a, uh, exasperating amount of difficulty sometimes. And that's what makes it much more fun. 
All right. So this really gets into the other. This is really the counter to what we're talking. Maybe we should do a special podcast on Yeshiva. Oh yeah, or you could listen to my podcast that I have on on the Yeshiva of Newark, which is called Introduction to Yerushalmi, and plus Rabbi Skeist and myself talking about it called Wild Wild Marava, which is all about the wild wild west of Yerushalmi. Very good. All right. You like that title. Okay, so this has been a, a, a sort of a toned down Rizcha Daraisa. Uh, we hope to see you, Mitzvah Shem. We hope to drop a podcast here every year of Shabbos. So, Rabbi Yosef Gavriel, I wish you uh, luck on soups and nuts, from soup to nuts. Um, I'm not sure what the nuts aspect is. I can't, you know. Oh, the nuts are like the pizzuchim at the end. To the nuts. The soup is the entree, and then the nuts come later. Yeah. That's a good title. It's a good title. Okay, I'm asking. All right. Have a good job, everybody. Mr. Rob Kivilevich, and thank you, Rabbi Gitbech.